Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as yours, This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> Warning. This episode contains foul language, discussions of murder and cannibalism, and is also a full video on YouTube. You are listening and watching Keep It Weird and more. <laughs> Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, bizarre, unexpected, ridiculous, spooky, galactic, and everything in between. Each week we sit down with each other from across the country in one way or another, and we talk about something weird. Weird. <laughs> And this week is extra special because, first of all, we're on Zoom and we're recording our audio, which is very exciting, so you can see and hear us, which we love. But also, after several weeks of having amazing guests on our show, it is back to just being the two of us, your hosts with the mosts. And we are doing a very fun type of episode that seems to always tickle our listeners' fancy. We are always here for that. We love to tickle your fancy. We love it. We are we are taking questions submitted by you, our loyal and wonderful weirdos, in another edition of Ask a Weirdo. And questions are varying from what kind of podcast equipment do you use to what are our romantic feelings on movie monsters to our deepest, darkest fears. Anything <laughs> goes, basically. We like to be an open book and show our truest and strangest selves. So that is what we are here to do today. We won't waste any more of your time. We're just going to jump right in and take some questions. So hello, welcome to Ask a Weirdo. My name is Lauren, and this is my beautiful co-host, Ashley. Hi, weirdos. Who I get to see her face. Who we get, we get to look into each other's eyes. Uh, it's a very Never exciting happens. day. Uh, if you are just listening to this episode on um, iTunes, Spotify, Libsyn, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wherever you listen to our podcast, then if the audio sounds a little different, it's because we're recording via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can check out this episode on YouTube someday. At some point. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. Um, yeah, Ask a Weirdo. These are some of my favorite episodes. And it's uh, one of those things where, like, as soon as we get done recording, I'm like, is anyone going to find that interesting? Like, we say that every time. Every We're single like, time. Are I'm people like, going to like know. this? People are going to like it. And then we get so many messages that are like, I love today's episode. So, you know what? I know. Here if we you guys are. like hearing from us, then we will keep doing them. I think Seriously. it's us thinking, like, are we... Are we exciting in any way, shape, or form? Are we interesting? You guys are liking it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, 
Ask a Weirdo, you guys sent in questions. Actually, I think we might have gotten the most questions that we've ever gotten yep. for an Ask a Weirdo episode. Truly, um, it was just loaded. Pretty that was awesome. Amazing. Uh, but that it. also means we won't get to all the questions. So uh, if you don't hear your question this time, maybe it'll come up on the next one. Never fear. Never fear. We are here. Oh, also, if you have a ghost story, just a reminder, <gasps> we are recording a listener ghost story episode next week. Uh -huh. um, and we still need a few more stories. So send us your spookiest experiences. And it doesn't have to be a ghost story. It can be yeah. a time that you thought you saw a UFO. It can be a time you had a stalker. It could be a time you uh, had a glitch in the matrix. Like it could be anything. Any yep. weird, strange experience you've ever had. Anything bizarre, unexplained, whatever. Yes, here Thank for you. it. It's my orange LaCroix. Oh, I love it. I have a lime LaCroix going on right now. LaCroix in this cup and then still water in the other. So I can just have every type. You can have both. I thought you were going to be like lime LaCroix and vodka in this cup. Oh, I mean, and I thought about it. It's been a day. <laughs> working you guys, at Wilder's oh, Preschool is exhausting and it's hard labor. So it's, working I'm still I'm settling down. Um, yeah. Or school or mm -hmm. around children. Mm -hmm. So, oh, this is my office. First of all, do you love it? <gasps> I know. I haven't even seen it yet. Well, in like little pictures and snippets. I know. It it's still so not good. done. I still have like a bunch of crap over here and I still have stuff that I have to hang up, but it's coming together. It really is. And I have is. to send you a good. picture. My dad built me a desk. Well, he found a big desk and then he like painted it. He sanded it and he painted it and he like, he like put different handles on the drawers and it's Come just on. a really great. I know he's the best. Amazing. I was also going to be like, he built an entire desk, but well, I mean, he usually does. Basically. He built my sister a desk. Who is he's he? He's so amazing. It's he's so great to way. live near your father too, especially when your father's Mr. Fix-It or Mr. I know how to change the oil in your car. That's really what's needed. Let's be honest. No, those car things we don't want to do. No, Ron is the best. I can't wait to see all of it. Your bedroom um, looked like it was coming together. I just love all of it. It's all, it's happening. It's happening. So first question, let's just jump right into it. Ooh. This question comes in from Justine. Hi, Justine. Hi, Justine. Her question is, if you could be one supernatural being, what would it be and why? No take backsies. I loved the no take backsies added on to it. That's mm -hmm. very fair. Ashley, who would you be? Well, I, if I could be any supernatural being, I didn't pick like a specific supernatural being. I literally Googled sure. supernatural beings because I was like, what constitutes a supernatural being? Oh, did I? Because I was like, well, what are we talking about here? Did you, <laughs> so you, did did you also choose which? Yes and no. I okay. had two answers, which I know isn't fair, but no, that's yes. not fair because there's <laughs> literally a caveat of no take backsies. I know. Which no, means you I can't did choose multiple. Okay. I did put which as my number one answer because, yeah. like, how could you not? I know <laughs> that's the thing. And, like, technically, am I a witch? Yes, but I want to be able to, like, stir my coffee without using yes. my hands. And I want to be able to, like, clean my apartment without using my hands. Basically, I'm lazy. Yes, that was going to be my additional like explanation is that we we do practice witchcraft and we can call ourselves witches. But yeah, mm -hmm. I want that like I almost want magical. the Matilda powers. Yes. I felt like Matilda had her whole house dancing. She got her chores done. She was cooking dinner, making herself lunch. Yeah, that's the witch power. That I, want I want to be able to just like sing a song and have all my chores done. I know and do the little dance. Yeah, of course I want to be a witch. But okay. How about this doesn't count because she did say no take backsies, but can I say what my second yeah. was? 
<laughs> and I think I said this when we did our episode about mythical creatures, but I uh-huh. also kind of respect banshees. <laughs> you just want to scream it out. I just want to scream. I'm a loud person. I have you been are. known as the loud friend my entire life where I wasn't <laughs> allowed to always spend the night at friends' houses when I was younger because they're you like, weren't. I have to work. Certain friends, Lauren. like if it was, if the parent had to work the next day, they would be like, Lauren can't come because she's going to be yelling loud. So I'm basically a banshee. Wow. So they were going to be my second choice, but they're not as fun as witch because they usually do most of their screaming when someone has passed away. And so mm-hmm. like, that's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. It seems pretty sad. It seems depressing and like it's a lot of work. So really what I'm saying is I just want to be a creature that yells, but mostly a witch. Okay. Then there's my answer, everyone. Sure, Sorry, sure, Justine. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so absurd. It is. What else can we do with our witch, 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 bleh, with witchcraft? I mean, I guess here's the thing, because everything I thought of was just like, I want to be able to get things done without doing it. I know. Like, I'm a lazy person, and I Because that's really what that. I would use it for. I wouldn't be like, right. I want to disguise done. myself to trick people. Like, I don't want to trick no. anybody. No, I just, just want to get things done more efficiently. So it's like be lazy. we could we could use it for ourselves to mm-hmm. be super lazy, and that might sound selfish. But what if it's also a way that we're helping other people who yeah. like, they can't get out of bed, they're they're sick in bed, or they broke something? Like mm-hmm. witchcraft, we'll bring witchcraft. it in. We'll help you. It can be our service. Yeah, I like it as a way to help others. I do too. <laughs> yeah, that's why I want to be a witch. <laughs> just to help the just world. Help help world peace. <laughs> <laughs> World peace. Okay, speaking of witches, this next question is about the witching hour. And I actually have notes for this one because I covered it recently on a bonus episode. Um, So I just like copied and pasted some notes from that so I could go over this. But Oh my gosh, please. Yeah, this question was sent in by Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. I love you, Caitlin. She asks, if 3 a.m. is the witching hour and time zones mean 3 a.m. happens in different places for hours on end, is the veil between our world and the ghost world tied to time zones? Mm-hmm. Which, like, yeah, that's a good question. Like, it's 3 a.m. Really where? Good question. 3 a.m. where you are currently? 3 a.m. in Egypt? Like, 3 right. a.m. where? What's the witching hour? And um, So true. So essentially what I learned, because when I did research on the witching hour, I also didn't know what the witching hour was. So aside from like everything I knew about the witching hour was what I learned from like uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Sure, exactly. It's horror movies and books have said like 3 a.m. That's Mm -hmm. when stuff happens. That's when it happens. I call the witching hour 5 p.m. because that's when Wilder is acting fool. So it can, your witching hour can be whatever you want. Your witching hour is whatever is the worst hour for you. It's the worst hour of your life. No, but please inform us. For sure. So essentially the witching hour is kind of made up. Okay. Oops. Yeah, it's Whoopsies. not real. Oh, uh, <laughs> and it's a different time according to different people. Like for some cultures, the magical hour or the witching hour is midnight. And you see that a lot in like fairy tales and um, different like old timey stories like Cinderella for example like the spell is broken at midnight because midnight is when a new day begins so all of the magic from the day before is over and the new magic from the next day is beginning it's coming into place okay exactly um some cultures believe the witching hour to be all night 
dusk till dawn. Like if it's dark out, that's a witching hour. That's so you just the time have to be scared. You just got to be scared. Yeah. It's basically like oh. when it's dark outside, that's when the veil the is hour. the thinnest, which, okay, that makes no sense, but it's fine. Um, it doesn't. And I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all. When it comes to traditional Christianity, the way that the witching hour thing started was because back in the day, there were certain types of prayers recited at specific times of day, much like, you know, Islamic prayer is done today still. Right. Um, and a lot of these we performed publicly. So like a liturgical prayer and the ones that took place in the middle of the night because everyone was sleeping, it was basically just like a vigil. But since the middle of the night didn't have as much prayer happening. They believed it was a time that more demons and supernatural activity could take place. Ah, there weren't, weren't as many people praying, yep, yeah, praying, as many voices. praying away okay. the demons. Of course. Yeah. All the logical and sense. It, it totally makes sense. And 3 a.m. was focused on simply because it was a super important number in the Bible, uh, yep. the Holy Trinity at all. But also... Yep. Um, supposedly Christ died at 3 p.m. Okay. Yeah, I believe that was said at some point <laughs> during my so, childhood. I don't know if it's real, I don't know how. but it's what was taught. Sure. Supposedly, J.C. Uh, himself died at 3 p.m. So 3 a.m. is sort of the inverse of that, and therefore okay. the, That's why it's time the, of the devil. The devil's um, time. This is also interesting. The Catholic Church also helped solidify the 3 a.m. thing back in 1535, uh, they had issued a curfew from 3 to 4 a.m. to try and halt the efforts of the devil and the practice of witchcraft because they believed that basically this was the time of night that uh, witches came out to do yep. their... So don't give them any leeway. It's always about witches not being able to do <laughs> yeah. And here's always. a spoiler alert, Catholics. Witches can do witchcraft any time of day. <laughs> Anytime, so, anywhere. So that's kind of what the witching hour is. It's not, okay. I mean, some people do believe like, you know, a lot of, uh, for example, when we go on paranormal investigations, when do we investigate at night? Mm-hmm. In the middle of the night sometimes. In the middle yes. of the night. And um, there are different theories as to why you do that. Some of it is mm-hmm. that the veil is thinner at night. Right. Some of it is that um, uh, at night there's way less you know, electronics being used in the area. So it filters mm-hmm. out a lot of like electrical stuff. The and noise. Um, another reason is that when you turn all the lights out, your other senses get heightened when your sense of sight is taken away. And more than likely, if you're going to experience something paranormal, it's not going to be That's with your eyes. It's going to be with your ears or your totally touch or whatever. Mm-hmm. So getting goosebumps all over your entire body. So it does make sense. It does. And so, I mean, the witching hour, it's not like super crazy, but it's definitely not super real either. Right. So I guess, does that bring you to the conclusion of it probably doesn't even, because it's not super real and it's more of this traditional thing, depending on where you're at, that it probably doesn't jump time zones. No, follow time I zone would rules. say, oh. yeah, I would say if anything, maybe the veil is thinner at night. I don't really yeah, understand why like, that would be. Um, that's the one thing that I can kind of be like, okay, like, I yeah, see, I understand. but definitely 3am. I mean, I guess if you're, if you are a Christian and you believe in the Christian faith, right? Maybe, but I don't. So 
Yeah. I'm not afraid. So then of it's hard for you to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I afraid, afraid of, of no time. Either. I think if I like consistently was waking up at 3 a.m. and I was woken up that by you be... know strange feelings, then maybe I'd feel something towards it. But yeah, I really, I don't. I didn't even the witching hour. write this down, but I do remember when we did that episode, I also found some information of like, okay, so why do some people wake up a lot at 3 a.m.? Yeah, and look at your clock. that actually happens because we go through sleep cycles during the night. So and if you're going to sleep, thing. well, it's, it's usually, there's a couple times, like when you're go in between REM cycles, I have to burp again. Hey, <sighs> let her rip. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> Let it out. <laughs> when you're going between uh, sleep cycles, there are times where you're more likely to wake up. So if you're going to bed at like 1 a.m., 3 a.m., you're probably not going to wake up again. But if you're going to bed like a you know at a normal time, like 10 or 11, 3 a.m. might be uh, a time that your body is going through one of those cycles, totally. and you're it's easier sense. to wake up. Yeah. So that totally adds up. Super magical. Yeah. So again, you're, we might just be debunking the witching hour altogether. We might do it. But to go along with the time zone thing, I like one fun thing that I kind of thought of when she asked this question. So like, I have no idea. Like, we don't know anything about <laughs> the veil or the witching hour. <laughs> but I was like, because people can have experiences with, you know, the other side or yeah. another universe, whatever you're believing is happening, since that can happen at any time of day or at night. That makes me think like your 3 a.m. could be somebody else's 3 a.m. if the witching hour is real. Like if yeah. you're having a 4 p.m. experience, maybe somebody in another country, you know, like you could be colliding with their 3 a.m. I don't know. I just think it's fun to think you could be colliding with the witching hour of another place. Right. Well, and you also have to remember that we made up time. Yes, exactly. So that's why it's like, we've made all of this up. So I think witching hour can kind of happen. Yeah. I mean, there's a 24 hour cycle uh, Uh and we, we split it into two 12 hour blocks and we chose one through 12 AM, one through 12 PM. This was all on us. It's all us. So if there's a witching hour, it's our fault. Yeah, it's our own dang fault. <laughs> not God's. Do not put this no. on him. Don't put that on his shoulders. Our next question right. comes in from Dave. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, You've heard Dave. his name on this show all the time because he's always participating, and that's what we like to see. And here's a lot of feedback. We're all about it. Dave said, replace humans with Bigfoot on the evolution chart, and it looks like a much better fit. Discuss. I mean, it does. I mean, yeah, it makes it does. a lot more sense. To me. Like, I don't know why we were the next step. It's like, it mm-hmm. looks like there's a step missing. Looks like there's and a step missing. And it should be missing. Bigfoot, which I believe it's because, well, actually, I don't know if I believe this, but in my head, I'm like, nobody wanted to put Bigfoot on the evolution chart because they're trying to just shield that this mm-hmm. being exists out in the woods. So let's just pretend it went right to humans and nobody's out there. And really, Bigfoot is hanging out like, yo. I'm Nobody puts here. Bigfoot in the corner. I'm out here and you guys are camping in my home. <laughs> it's my I'm home. gonna it's howl my home. at you. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna yell at you and I'm gonna, gonna howl. Rocks. I mean, that's the thing is that this is sort of like the Bigfoot theory. Is that so? Right. Um, it's Bigfoot is simply another evolutionary step, and like all throughout yep. human history, 
evolution hasn't just gone like beep, boop, 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 boop. Like right. there are branches of evolution. And most of the time, one of them survives and one of them doesn't because mm-hmm. one is more fit, whatever, whatever. Um, but there have been times where two different species of homo, <laughs> yes. you know, yes. <laughs> uh, lived at the same time. Right. So it's like, and okay, so, Bigfoot yeah, could be a branch. It absolutely could be another branch of human evolution that do is you, very similar to us, but not quite us. And do you believe that Bigfoot is still out there? Do you believe that Bigfoot once existed and maybe has like become extinct? Where yeah. do you fall? Well, um, I actually, this was uh, a question that's asked later and I'll, I have more than one answer. So I'll give that answer now. I actually do believe in Bigfoot and simply because I have seen enough footage and audio from people who are not in the paranormal world. They're not like, they're not searching for Bigfoot. They're, they have nothing to gain from sharing this and enough like firsthand stories to know or to feel, to believe that there is something. And I don't know if it's uh, a humanoid or just an undiscovered animal. I don't know. I don't know if it's a ghost, like, Right. A, an ancient indigenous spirit of some kind. Right. I don't know if it's an interdimensional being, but I definitely have seen videos and heard audio that scared the bejesus out of me. The living daylights. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah some, so the I, audio is the scarier part. The audio <laughs> really gets to me. The what was well, the what are the tapes called? The mm-hmm. oh, I, I, I do too. I know exactly we've what you mean because we've talked before. about it. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah, gonna say. literally played them on the we've show. We've had before. this discussion. I'll put them in right here. <gasps> yeah, they'll be somewhere on the screen. Yeah, it's funny because I remember like oh, how much we've grown. I remember looking back to like season one or season two of our show when we would do cryptid episodes. I was a yeah. lot more on the fence about Bigfoot. I loved the stories and I loved seeing, you know, what was presented as evidence, but I hadn't done a deep dive yet. So I was more just having fun. And again, that's like kind of where we started saying, but isn't it fun to believe, which I still think is true. But the more we've talked about Bigfoot on this show and the more I've looked into it and the more, you know, we're seeing this footage coming out that can't really be explained. I am totally with you. And I am that crazy person at parties now (laughs) who was like, oh, Bigfoot's totally real." real. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, don't talk to that girl. Don't talk to Lauren. She's loud and she she's talks about Bigfoot. loud. She's team too much and she talks about Bigfoot. But I just so I just don't think we can dispute it anymore. And again, we don't know exactly what this creature looks like, exactly what it is. Yeah, I'm not claiming to know that, but I'm like, oh, like something, something is there, out there. I think something out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is frightening and really cool all at the same time. I swear that one day, Lauren and I are going to go squatching. Oh, I forgot that we we told we're, it's going to be glamp squatching for yes, sure we're gonna because be in, like, I'm the not a camper. Setup. Yeah, no, no, I'm no, so no, no, not no, a camper. No. Well, but I will no camping and I don't know what I'm going to do. I will squatch. And we maybe we maybe it'll be so far in the future that we're not even doing this podcast anymore. God forbid, but I'm just saying one of these okay. days. We before we squatching. Before we leave this earth, we are going we to leave go this squatching. earthly realm. We're going squatching, and it's going to be glamping squatching. I was trying to think of a way to put them together. Glatching. Gl- yeah. No, it doesn't work. You know, you get it. 
squamping, 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 squamping. You know what? We'll come up with something by the time you see us next. That's not true. Uh, The next question came from Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. Your sister, Jamie, or another? Yeah, it's my sister, Jamie. Okay, we had to see because we know there's a couple Jamies. There is. There are a couple Jamies. This one did come in from my sister. And Jamie asked, what is your favorite Halloween costume as an adult or as a child? And I'm going to say one as a child, one as an adult. Yeah, I like first. Again, I'm so bad at always picking one, but oh my gosh, my answer is actually the same as what supernatural being I'd want to be because I loved when I was a witch. But then the reason I say it's multiple answers is because I got to be Glinda the Good Witch one year, which was the most boring, but still like fun. I wore glitter yeah. all over. And then she I was came like, down in a bubble, Doug. Came down in a bubble, Doug. You're gonna look at me and tell me grow up. Gosh, it's the best video on the internet. Um, I was I was Glinda once. I was a regular old witch, like two or three years in a row, you know, the green, the pointy hat, which like it never goes out of style. No. And then I was also Sarah Sanderson two years in a row. So then I got to be a Hocus Pocus witch and wear a long blonde wig and wore so much makeup. My mom <laughs> let me do it myself. And I like tried to put her mole. It was a whole of it. Listen. And then as an adult, I got to be, this isn't necessarily my favorite, but it is fun that as an adult, I got to be Mary Sanderson's so like carrying on the tradition when I dressed mm-hmm. up with Ashley. And then that is the segue into all of my favorite adult costumes are usually when Ashley and I do a sort of theme with our, significant others and usually other friends as well rosemary's baby is probably my favorite to date but i really loved doing silence of the lambs last year with leah who was in town it was so fun silence of the lambs was a real banger i my favorite thing about rosemary's baby is that i went as um uh What's her toes? What's her toes? Creepy old uh, lady. The neighbor. Um, the, neighbor. the neighbor. And uh, what was funny is we went to a bar after my party and like everyone, I was usually near you and everyone would mm. be like, oh my God, Rosemary's baby. And then I would pop in and be like, and I'm the neighbor. <laughs> and here's the neighbor. Hello. And I'm we the neighbor from set. Rosemary's baby. Because no one's going to know who I am. I just look like a when weird you're old lady. But you did old lady well, like your costume was still legit. Yeah, but I, I mean, it was a legit costume. I look just like her. However, yeah, Rosemary's no baby was so that. fun in that way where it's like, I guess as far as a standalone costume, like maybe my answer would be a little different. I just kind of paired it with like the most fun I've had is going as a movie with a few other people. And I just thought like, sorry to pat ourselves on the back. We nailed Rosemary's baby. Like it was the perfect costume to have with a pregnant person. But then... <laughs> I didn't think we could do any better. And then we did Silence of the Lambs this last year. And even Ashley like had her doubts because Ashley's costume was out of this world. And so was our friend Leah's. She had, you know, the cage over the mouth. She was in a straight jacket. There was a dolly. We tied her to a dolly. (laughs) Like, so they were like out of this world and you would hear, you know, that I'm coming in to be what's her toes. Um, Why are we blanking on everyone's names? I'm like, Jody Starling. I remember that one. Lord in heaven. I came in being Clarice and Ashley even admitted that like before she saw me, she was a little like Clarice, like, yeah, it'll be fun to like have her as part of the group, but can you really do a good Clarice costume? (laughs) But boy, did I. (laughs) I was mostly just worried when you're like, I'm going to put the butterfly on my mouth. And I was like, what? Okay. 
Only but because I was like, I can't do that. But of course, your husband is like my husband. A, an amazing <laughs> artist. And you actually did have the death head moth on your mouth. I know. And it he actually good. really nailed it. It looked good at the beginning of the night. That's the funny part is as the night went on, it kept oh, getting smudged. And then eventually Alex was like, you you just have a goatee now. And I was like, oh, yep. Oh, and I sure. just scrubbed. That's fine. I, <laughs> yes, my favorite please. part about that costume, that particular costume was how no one could talk to me because they Ashley were made everyone so very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. She had some pubic hair showing. That look was like fake. I was completely nude standing there it in did. like low lighting. And some people were like, I'm sorry, can you close your cape? They were just cape. looking away. Kimono? Like, hello? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your kimono? yeah. They were like, I'm so oh. sorry. It's really hard to take you seriously. Which Gosh, it was so good though. Um, yeah. As a child, my favorite costume, and I, I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but it really is my favorite costume oh, for know. so many reasons. Uh, it was when I went as the Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. And can't beat it. You can't beat it. The best part about this costume is that there was no child size Crypt Keeper costume <laughs> because it's a TV show on HBO. That's rated R. So why would there be a child size Crypt Keeper costume? What I love is that you have like this adult like mask adult on, mask. right? Well, the thing oh. is my mom hemmed the, you know, it just had the traditional like Halloween costume, like cheap fabric, flowy right. tunic yeah, or whatever. So my mom like hemmed the sleeves so they weren't covering my hands and she yeah, hemmed she the did. bottom so I wouldn't trip. But we couldn't do anything about the mask. So the eye holes, it was an adult <laughs> mask. The eye holes were about right here. So I was just blind. So the whole oh, night, trick or treating, just like running into things, couldn't see anything. Walking, oh. walking up to houses, completely blind. And my sister, who was always my trick or treating partner, mm-hmm. my sister was so painfully shy that she would not ring the doorbell, even though she was going to be standing there, even though she was going to be saying trick or treat with me. She would not ring the doorbell, but I could not see the doorbell. And my mom is so hilarious. Like- and would not help, but she loved to watch. So we would literally get up to the door and I would be like feeling just and waiting I'm imagining the person like adult. already opened the door because they saw <laughs> you like, coming and they're just standing there with a bowl of candy, like, honey, like we're here. You're like chocolate. Help. And my sister's Here's just the sitting there. She's like, oh my god. I don't remember god. what she was that year. My favorite costume of hers was, and I'm pretty sure I talked about this on the show before too, but I'm it's sure so fucking funny. I I'm I I think about it all the time how much pain um I am in knowing that there's like no photo evidence of this. But one year I went as um Ghostface from Scream. And again, mom, coolest, mm-hmm. she gave me a fake knife and she dipped it in red paint so that it would be a bloody knife well my sister was dressed as a mouse uh because she was still quite i mean a lot younger i was probably only uh nine so she was like six and she was a little like adorable mouse and she (laughs) wanted a knife too (laughs) so my mom made her a knife but then she was just an adorable mouse with a bloody knife with a bloody knife which is creepier than ghost face to be like a cute mouse yeah that's like a horror movie 
villain right there. It really is. That's the serial killer. I have one more story from the Crypt Keeper costume. (gasps) Yes, please. We, I wore that costume the same year I was in Brownies. I was in Brownie Scouts and you know, they always have mother daughter teas. Yes. And so our mother daughter tea was in the fall that year. So they made it like a Halloween mother daughter tea. Mm-hmm. And my costume was the Crypt Keeper. So that's what I went as. And I wanted my mom to be kind of matchy matchy. So she went as, she wore like one of my dad's Carhartts, his overalls. And she, I don't even know where she found this mask. It was a terrifying mask. It was like Ooh. a mummy slash zombie mask. So we show up to this mother daughter tea, this brownie scout tea, just terrifying. Every other little girl there was like a nurse, princess. a princess. <laughs> Like a puppy. <laughs> a puppy dog. And there were me and my mom, like two just horrific ghouls walking into this thing. It's so good. That, like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh my gosh, Ashley. It's so good. And that is why you are who you are and why your mom is phenomenal. Like, Pam yeah. put up with all your costume garbage. She really did. <laughs> Oh, that is the one other thing I wanted to add about costumes. Um, Like, again, it's so hard for me to pick one. This is the hardest question because I think Ashley and I just go all out and we always have. So we, it's not even like, well, one year I dress up. Every year we dress up. Yes. But I, and this would be like a good opportunity to insert these photos too in this video. But I love when I go as something terrifying and Alex goes as like the happiest, Mr. Rogers. most joyful thing. Like sometimes <laughs> we, we are in a theme together and we do a partnership. We've done that a lot. And then other years I'm like, I'm going to be bloody. And he says, well, I'm going to be nice. <laughs> and so I'll have to insert those photos. But my favorite is when he was Mr. Rogers and I was Carrie. So I'm covered in pig's blood and he's like, next to me in his sweater and like powdered his hair. And then my other favorite is when he was Kermit the Frog and I was pregnant. So we were doing a Dr. Spaceman show. My band was playing and the band was like, let's wear costumes. They came in like cat ears and like alien headbands. That's all they wore. And I was in a blood soaked dress with doll hands glued (laughs) my pregnant belly as if a baby was busting out. And I had like blood coming out of my mouth blood everywhere. So I didn't really match my band or my husband that night as he came with his Kermit outfit on. I was like, yay, happy Halloween. So those are also some of my favorite years when we just look so mismatched. But I think a really fun costume for Alex one year is to go as Jim Henson so he can have Kermit have or whoever. Yeah, Jim Henson was the puppet of yes. I don't know if he yeah. was the puppet of I think the puppeteer he did. of Kermit. He was Kermit's puppeteer, right? I feel like that's part know. of like the glory. Oh, I'm glad Alex can't hear me right now. He'd be like, listen. I'm surprised know, he would come out cute. of his office to be like, did I hear you just <laughs> I hear you correctly? He's at a doctor's appointment, but he still oh, could walk okay. in any moment. He so still I mean. could have a baby monitor somewhere listening to you. Dare she not know, but that is true. We could have like somebody on his shoulder and do the Jim Henson. Yeah. And then I'll just be some bloody being next to him. Yeah, and you'll just be, you know, have a chest burster (laughs) coming out of your body. Um, Our next question comes in from Cassie. Thank you so much, Cassie. Cassie Cassie wanted to know, what are you reading right now? And what are some of your favorite books? I love it. Are you reading anything right now? I am. I just started a new one. Um, And it's funny because I sort of got it on accident, but it's ended up being like fun. 
Um, I'm reading a book called The Final Girls Support Group. Oh, yeah. They're making that into an HBO show. That's what I heard after I did some more research. But it's funny because I read Final Girl by uh, Riley Sager, who Mm -hmm. writes a lot of like, just like fun, easy thrillers. Like I I read a lot of Riley Sager. Yes, exactly. So I'm like, if you're looking for an easy, but like still thrilling and kind of spooky read Riley Sager, like so good. So I thought Final Girls Support Group was part of that series. And I was like, oh, I got to see what happens next. (laughs) No, it's by Grady Hendrix, who did uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism. Love it. Which you turned me on to, which has like a musical additional thing to it, which makes it so fun. Which, yeah, that was the best thing you've ever turned me on to. But yeah, Grady Hendrix, the Final Girl Support Group. Um, is currently what I'm reading and my brain is going completely blank on what I just read before that. But I've been doing a lot of thrillers lately because I feel like for a while I was reading autobiographies like back to back. Like I'm interested in these people and these are nice, but now I'm ready to like get the pants scared off me. So when I worked at Barnes and Noble years ago, a decade ago, when I worked there, when I, I read, was a youth. When I was a youth, I read a ton of autobiographies. Um, well, I just read a ton of books. I probably read like three yeah. books a week because I you could borrow them. Yeah, when you're at Barnes Secrets and Noble. of the Trade, you could uh-huh. borrow. When you work at Barnes and Noble, you could borrow books, like it was a library. <laughs> I love it. Um, right now, I actually have my stack right here because I'm always reading about you're, six books always- at a time. Yeah, you always have a bunch. I I cannot. I have to do one at a time or my brain's like, what? Well, I only read like one fiction book at a time. And then I just have other little, usually occult books or something in that vein sure. that I pop open when I can't. Like I don't have enough time to get into. But um, I'm actually really excited because right now I am reading, fiction-wise, I'm reading The Midwitch cuckoos which is by john windham he is a um sci-fi writer from the 1950s and this is the book that village of the damned is based off of which is one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time um and i'm happy to report that i only have like 20 pages left okay i was like how far along are you and what's your review it's incredible it's so so fucking good Love I that. almost like censored myself. Like all of a sudden we're on Zoom and I'm so like, I can't say the F word. It's like now our audience is still the same. <laughs> it's so good. And if anyone okay. doesn't know what this book is about, I'm going to read the back of it for you Yay. because it is fucking Here for it. scary. A mysterious silver object appears in a quiet, picture-perfect midwitch. A day later, the object is gone and all the women in the village, they will come to learn are now pregnant. The resultant children of Midwich are shockingly, frighteningly other. Given these unfathomable and potentially unstoppable offspring, the question arises, can Midwich and its youngest inhabitants coexist in peace? Uh, The Midwich Cuckoos is a genre-defining tale of first contact by one of the 20th century's most brilliant and neglected science fiction horror writers. What does that mean? I don't know much Why about John Wyndham's life. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, apparently. wait a minute. Are we about to do a John Wyndham episode? Well, I think he <laughs> might have been one of those people where like, what, like uh, fucking Picasso or whatever. No, not Picasso. Um, what's the guy that cut off his ear? I'm a really, I'm really the good artist. Yeah. Van um, Gogh. Van Gogh. Like where like 
when he was alive, life. maybe not appreciated as much. And then once he died, After his works death. became like super famous okay. maybe. But right. um, okay. John Wyndham also wrote another sci-fi horror movie that I love very much called Day of the Triffids, which is another yes. like alien invasion book. So nice. Okay. Highly recommend All that. All about it. Yes. I am always also reading Many Mansions. The Edgar Case story. And this yes. was actually Who recommended, recommended Caitlin D. Yes. I was like, somebody recommended this and I have it mm-hmm. on my reading list. Caitlin. Caitlin, Caitlin D of Goth Yearbook After Hours, who is also an incredible musician. If you haven't listened to her mm-hmm. albums, uh, they are on repeat in my house all the time. Caitlin Seriously. D. She's a whole vibe. <laughs> she really is. Her albums are on. Um, Spotify. But yeah, so this is about um, uh, basically one of the most remarkable psychics who ever lived. That's what it says on here. And he apparently cured a bunch of people of different ailments they had. And he's sort of a medical marvel. So this is really Amazing. interesting. And yeah, then the I'm other book that. that I'm trying to read, but boy, the language is rough. Okay. Probably but I'm reading uh, Children of Ezekiel, oh which is gosh. basically looking at the um, events of the Bible as possible extraterrestrial contact. Which I love, but love, like immediately, but yeah, like God. that would be, that would take me a long time to get through. It's not like, it's not reader friendly. Sure. And I appreciate that review because again, it was like when I was talking about my books that I'm reading, especially because I, you know, had read through, I was doing a lot of biographies and autobiographies. And then I was also doing a lot of like how to books. Like I've been reading a lot more tarot. Oh yeah. Tarot for dummies type books and same Mm -hmm. with witchcraft that that's why my recommendation is if you're looking to like kind of Shut off your brain, but not shut off your brain because when you're reading, you have to have it powered up. But you know what I mean? An easy, like fun read. That's why I was like Riley Sager or Grady Hendrix, like all the books that are just like fun. They're going to be thrilling and hold your attention, but it's not, if you're looking for a challenge for yourself, it's not. It's not these books. It's not the place so to go. Ashley that's usually, can help you with those books. That's usually what I'm reading now. My Kindle is full of, I read like, you know, all sorts of thrillers and horror novels on my Kindle. And yes. I couldn't tell you what they're called. I don't remember the names of any of them. Yeah. It's like, what are you reading right now? I'm like, oh, it's a story about this like haunted yeah. house. And Here's like the, the kid goes missing and he's like in the walls, like they can hear him, Ooh. but they can't find him. And they're like, what's it called? I'm like, I have no idea. It's on I my have no clue. I always forget the titles. <laughs> I don't know. Ever since we got an Amazon Fire tablet for Wilder and I can read books on that. Yep. I'm like, sorry, you thought this was for you? Like, I'm just going to read on here. But yeah. Okay, next question. The next question is sent in by I don't know. Oh, actually, oh, I this don't was know. A couple people because a lot of people sent this question in. A lot Ooh. of people wanted to know how we felt about CERN firing, firing back up. up. They want to know if we think we'll be seeing more Mandela effects. If we're going to get blasted into our old timeline or an entirely new timeline, Lauren, what do you think? I definitely feel like we could be seeing some some things shifting around and I kind of welcome it. I'm excited about it. Honestly, bring it on. This Bring it on. That's what I'm saying. I don't (laughs) like this current timeline. And I am someone that like, I, I experience Mandela effects all the time where Ashley, I know you more have tried to, 
you have a couple, but I feel like in some situations you're like, everyone thinks this, but really it's because they're thinking of this. You're good at kind of finding the logic in some Mandela effects because yeah, some of them legitimately, it's like, no, you were all just imagining it was this other scenario, which is usually true. But I feel like lately, especially I've been finding myself in more things that I'm like, I swear this was the other way around and I feel like I'm losing my mind. Yes. It's been happening a lot more in the last year, like in 2022. I didn't feel that in 2020 or 2021, maybe it's because I was just so focused on the other like garbage. The other that's horrible going. things that were happening. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like lately, anytime I see one on TikTok or like somebody tells me, no, this is how it's always been. I'm like, okay, I really feel like I'm starting to lose it now. I even told my therapist that's how much it's been affecting me where I was like, is my medication too strong? <laughs> I was like, am I losing my mind? She's like, no. But also I feel like very gracefully she was like, we need to talk about this. But maybe we should try a new med. So oh, what, do you have any examples? Do you, can you think of any oh, examples like, off the top I? of your head? Oh, <laughs> well, this one is like, you're going to laugh, but honestly, I know it's come off as a joke on the podcast, but I have no memory of Bill Paxton dying and we talked about it on that episode and I know I I do laugh about it but truly like after we recorded that episode and you guys were both like yeah He's yeah, been he dead like for a couple, like a couple years or like a year. Well, because you were a huge Bill Paxton fan, that's yeah, why you were like, "Hey, I, like, I don't remember this, and that's weird." And if it's a celebrity that I know well, because yeah, it's like not that these are movies to brag about loving, but I love well Titanic is because Titanic's a wonderful movie. Titanic and Twister are like yeah. really up there for me. Twister especially, it was like my childhood movie, and my mom was like, "Hey." This might be why you're afraid of storms. Sit down, mom. And I would just watch Twister (laughs) all the time. So I love Bill Paxton. And so when you guys said he was dead, I was like, no. No. Like I would have been the first. (laughs) They would have called me. They would have called me. And so I, as much as I laugh about it, and like Alex teases me about it too, because he's like, everyone remembers when he dies. I'm like, I think I was on a timeline (laughs) where Bill Paxton was not dead. And just fine. And then I shifted. So I don't know. I'd like to go back to the other timeline. I'll go I'd back say. to that timeline for sure. I want Bill to be alive, but how do you feel? Do you think, do you think we're going to well, feel remember, some shifts? I thought Christian Slater was dead in you that same did. episode. I was like, I thought he was we dead. Were like, what? And then he's on a TV show right now. Yes. But then you said you may have been confusing but then him I with thought it, yeah. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. It was Patrick Swayze. Or an Swayze. amalgamation we- of the two. Who knows who's alive and dead anymore? <laughs> I know I can't keep up, but for whatever reason, the Bill Paxton one like really hit hard. And I know that again, it's fine if you're at home laughing, everybody does, but I am sort of like, was I on a different timeline? Because I really thought Is I saw him at like, somewhere? I saw him in another movie at a red carpet. And I did you see the new one on TikTok where people are saying the Pharaoh looks different now? Yes. And see, that's another one, but I'm like, I'm probably, I probably just have no idea what's going on, but in my head, it was always just a snake. I've never seen that bird. Oh, is that what was different? Okay. Okay. Everyone was saying that he just had the hat with like just the snake and now there's like another creature next to it that I have never seen. How do you feel? Yeah. Well, I think that there is, I think Ramses just has a snake and then. So maybe that's what I saw. Maybe, but I don't, I don't actually know. And King, King Tut has, has, has two. two. I don't even know what it is. It's like a Possibly. bird, another creature. 
Raven. See, and that's the thing is I was trying not to like jump too hard on that one because I did see that and I thought there has always just been a snake, but there is a case that I've probably just been seeing someone yeah. else. I mean, maybe there's both. Who knows? King Tut had a bird or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I listen, I'll go into a new timeline. I'd be all about it. In a heartbeat, just to see what it's like. Um, I don't know if it's going to transfer us into another dimension. But I will say, I just read this yesterday, physicists at CERN just announced on the 5th of July that they had observed three exotic new types of particles that have never been seen before. I saw that as well. And I was like, that's why I'm so here for this. (laughs) And for anyone who's like, what, excuse me, it's not that they're new particles. It's that they're new, like, like particles come in like clusters, like there's like tetrahedrons and like all whatever. Like I don't fucking know. I'm not a scientist, fancy but stuff. yeah, so fancy things, fancy science things, and so they're new, like basically groupings of them that right. we've never seen or witnessed before. That maybe yeah. we had only theorized existed. So yeah. it's just cool. It's just it's really cool, and it could teach us a lot of things. I wrote down a couple things that. Um, CERN's collider might teach us. They're hoping to answer questions like what is dark matter made of? So Mm -hmm. 15% of the matter in the universe is the kind we are familiar with. 15% That's of the matter in the universe is the kind we are familiar with. That's like reminds me of every time somebody says, this is how much of the ocean we've explored. I'm just like, oh my God, we know nothing. (laughs) We know nothing of our world. And the rest is presumably dark matter and we don't even know what it is maybe dark matter is ghosts we don't know um we're hoping to learn more about it the collider might also help us understand how we exist or what our universe was like before the big bang um like a lot of people one theory is that it was 50 50 matter and antimatter So like nothing could exist like because like they would cancel each other out. And then all of the sudden when the Big Bang happened, matter. Okay. Yeah. And then it took over and there's only a a small, a much smaller amount of antimatter now. Right. Uh, But who knows? That's just a theory. And uh, the collider may help us understand. Nope. Just said that. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff we can learn about turning this thing on. But you know. There's going to be so much exploration. I'm I'm very excited about mm-hmm. it. I think it's so cool. I love that this lab is is jumping back into it. So me too. Even it. though sometimes you know, I mean, it's a scary thing. I I assume that they've taken the the precautions that they um, need to take. But at the same time, like, we how hope. do you know you've taken the precautions that you need to take? You don't actually know what's right. going to happen when you smoosh. Um, atoms together, but when you're messing with this, let's yeah. see. I know, but you know, it's like you said, I'm kind of just like, why not? Why let's not? See, At this point, I'm else. so tired of living in a Christo fascist country. Yeah, I, <laughs> on I, a I planet need something else <laughs> that is dying. That's dying. I would just like to see what else is out there. Yeah, what are our other options? Yeah. Do we have something else? But you know what? I don't want to do uh, like a grass is greener thing where I'm like, let's see what else is out there. And, and then, then we're in a reality where it's, you know, the grass is not green. The grass is red. I don't want that. Either. I don't want red grass. Mm-mm. I'll take the green grass. Um, this is my favorite question that was sent in. Oh, is it what I And think it, was? <laughs> it was sent in by uh, Leah, oh, yeah. not, not Leah, who's not been on the Leah. show before. Right. Listener Leah. If you did eat the rich, who would you eat 
slash why slash what would they taste like? Yeah, Do you have one. an answer? I I don't have a good one to be honest because I like the when I think of the rich immediately Elon Musk comes to mind and he would taste like metal because he's a robot so yeah. I'm like that like wouldn't copper, taste very good or no, yeah it would be like that copper like if you had a penny in your mouth yeah so, like I don't want that and then I thought of Bill Gates but he's like kind of thin and I don't know that he'd have <laughs> the meat or the flavor that I'm looking for. So I actually really struggled with this because most okay. rich people that I know, I think not appetizing like garbage. So I'm like, who would I actually want to eat? So I'm it's curious funny because the say. first thing that popped in my head for whatever reason, like, I don't know why. I mean, the first thing that popped in your head was Elon Musk. Why is that? <laughs> first thing that popped in my head was Kim Kardashian because oh, she looks shiny ooh. and nice. And she I bet she like smells she good. good. However, however, is she edible? I know. Is there enough fake stuff? That well, is rumor, not. Go. I was going to say the rumor. rumor is that they, all of the Kardashian women, like they got BBLs like to perk up the booty and have now gotten them all taken out because lately they've been okay. all looking a little thinner. So maybe she got part of the fake Listen, taken out. There's still quite a bit. There is, Even but it'll she be, got the real, be the real stuff. Taken out. But, and that's, this is not a knock on plastic surgery. I am a total advocate for plastic surgery. I want you to look however you want to look. If you want to look more feminine, go for it. If you want to have the biggest calves in the world, go for it. If you want to transform yourself into a cat person, go for it. I love it. Do it. However, I don't know if it's edible. I don't know if it's going to taste good. No, totally. Chemicals in the body. I was going to say, just from an edible point of view, but that's why I was trying to say, well, let's see. (laughs) Like maybe she got enough of it taken out. (laughs) I know that is true. How much work? But I came up with a perfect answer. Yeah. So I thought, okay, if I have to eat the rich, Mm. I want the best tasting rich and then mm-hmm. i thought okay if human meat is ridiculously delicious as tales from the crypt and american horror story and us. zombie movies have taught us right then i think i would choose maybe i already have then i think i would choose army hammer because if he has eaten human meat <laughs> and then i eat his human meat i'm eating the humanist meat there is and also a little bit of a taste of his own medicine that is so logical i mean i I see where your head is going but oh my gosh he's like the last person i would expect you to say i don't know why that just truly shocked my system i crumbled (laughs) in my chair oh my gosh but you're right if he has tasted the human flesh he also it seems like he has. as creepy as he is he's pretty he's handsome he's a handsome man he looks like he'd be i yummy. could eat him it's like in the same way that you were saying kim kardashian looks yummy she looks she just delicious looks like, she looks like Candy. so clean yes. and like, yeah when mm. people just look like clean yeah you're right like we can't we all can't deny army hammer like he has the yummy look yeah Oh my gosh. I love your mm-hmm. thinking. This yeah. is why I knew if I turned it over to you, I would get the answer I was Pretty looking dark. for. Whereas like, it's dark, but it's exactly what I was looking for. Where I was sitting over here like, man, all of the most powerful and rich people that I can think of seem like they'd taste terrible. Yeah. One so, percenters are not tasty. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I'm like, cause then 
I also was sticking to like this tiny, tiny group of like billionaires. And Mm -hmm. it's like, no, I could even look at some of the real housewives, but all of them are so Mm plasticky that I don't know, which again, that is their right. But do I want to eat their face? Do you want to eat it? Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to eat eat it. Pure, pure flesh. I want just the flesh. Like who's the most like a natural celeb out there? Um, We have another question. I think it's also from the same Dave, but it could be a different Dave. I don't know. But we have another question from a Dave that says, Lauren and Ashley just switched bodies Freaky Friday style. Oh, no. What do you do? I loved this. Um, I I mean, I don't have like necessarily a good answer to it. I just loved the creativity. But I was like, I would fully enjoy my time in the Midwest if I switched with Ashley. I would be like, I'll go see my entire family. I will start with like the moment it happens, I'll probably be next to Joe. So I will start with turning to him and really freaking him out and being like, Paul McCartney is dead. And just like going into like Beatles crazy, but like having crazy eyes. And Why are you trying to ruin my relationship? Why is the first thing you want to do is ruin my relationship with my husband? That's just for having fun. I would do that and then be like, oh, stop. Just kidding. I'm Lauren. Lauren. It's not better. It's not better. He's going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to call the doctor. No, that's not better. But I feel like it would just be my duty. No, but then I would enjoy my time in the Midwest, go see my family. I would also walk around with confidence because you have such good style and like the thick, luscious hair. I would just take like a walk around Illinois. I would walk around downtown Champaign and just be like, what? Don't even try. I feel like I would enjoy like the Ashley vibe for a day. And then I would also force you to get up, force your body to get up at a karaoke bar because the pipes are there. Like you're not tone deaf. You have the voice. But I think if I gave it like the gusto and like using if my brain is inside your body, using that to know where the notes are, like you could do the best karaoke performance of your life and just blow the socks off everybody. Okay. Our answers are completely are different. Then. Your answer is you're trying to ruin my life. My answer was literally, honestly, is it ruining your life? My answer was like, honestly, dog, not going to work for me because one, <laughs> I don't want children. So that's immediately oh, like, I love Wilder. Love it. So you don't want to anything be ever mother. happened to you. And I, I was the only person who could raise him. I you, would, I know. but I don't want that. Do not write that in your will. I no will be one so fucking mad you at you. For that. I would I don't never do that to you. No. Also, two, even worse, I would be back in LA. And oh, that yeah. is literally my place. new stress nightmare now that I've moved. It's Ooh. no longer exams week and I haven't studied. It's that I haven't left LA yet and I'm oh. still in Los Angeles. Yeah. And Usually I'm also in the process of moving, which is just a fucking nightmare, but also right. it's just that I'm still there. Yeah. You'd be stressed. <laughs> that is so funny that I like I, stressed. she would be living my nightmare because she would have to be in Los Angeles with a child, with a child. out of nowhere where like moving to the Midwest for. has been like your biggest delight. It has taken yeah, away amazing. so much of your anxiety. So that does make total sense. Whereas for me, I'm going the opposite of like, 
oh, this will be fun. I'll be relaxed in Illinois, like my hometown. One of the questions I didn't put in here was from someone saying, when the heck are you going to drag Alex and Wilder to Illinois where you belong? I know. And it's like, I do. Hey, I do still want to. And I appreciate that our listeners also have been like posting real estate from Peoria and other places (laughs) in Illinois, like like, this beautiful home. Look at this Victorian Um, home. I know. I'm all about it. We will at least, if we don't land actually in Illinois, we'll at least be eventually closer. I've been very open about like LA is not our forever home. So I totally also respect that Ashley is like true nightmare, but I'm sitting here. You said I was trying to like destroy your life. I think getting up at a karaoke bar and surprising people would be such a fun moment because you say you have, you know, the stage fright and you don't like being up there. That's the thing is I would release that from you just for one night. First of you all. get to put on a show and everyone would be like, damn, Ashley. Were you, you not at that. Ben's party where I sang karaoke no, with Joe and I hit him in the mouth with a microphone because I was so mouth. drunk? Yes. I wasn't there. I was told about that moment because you texted mm-hmm. me immediately, like in a drunken text. You were like, I just punched Joe in the face with a microphone, but here's a video. And you sent me video and I laughed so hard, but I was also like, I can't believe I wasn't there. Yeah. You know, karaoke is my jam. So anyway. I just want you to kill it on karaoke. Sue okay, me. Well, so sue me. Um, okay, we still have several questions. So let's go through. Oh, Lord. The next question. Multiple people actually asked us about what kind of ghost we'd be or what kind of haunting we would uh, um, uh-huh. do if in we were dead and ghosts. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess if we died and we were haunting our house, what kind of haunting would we do? I'm the uh, gassiest gator. You are. I know. And I was like, none of my bubbles had me burping. Or I think I've just been going like, <laughs> I've been swallowing them, which isn't good. Um, mine, my haunting would depend on who it is. If it's- like, I said the same thing. See? So I'm like, if it was my friends, I would like mess with them a little bit, have a yeah. little bit of fun, like move things out of their way. And they're like, I swear I put this here. I could have swore. If it was my parents, I would be so loving to them because I wouldn't want to scare them. So I would be like so careful and I'd be helping them around the house secretly. And then to my enemies, to the people who bullied me in junior high and high school, I would scare the living daylights out of them. And I would make sure many nights of the week were terrifying. The amount of sleep you are going to lose Mm -hmm. for the time that you you insulted my blouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I literally said the same thing. It depends on who I'm haunting. Like, if yeah. if I was haunting Joe, no, because I know he hates that stuff and it scares right. him. But then I careful. also I started thinking about it, and it I mean, really started thinking about it. Like, if I was dead and I had the ability to haunt, and I've never really thought about it until now in this much detail, I don't think I would make myself known because like with Joe, for example, I wouldn't want him to know that I was kind of around and watching because I'd be afraid that it would affect the way he like lives his life. So so like maybe he wouldn't move on and find someone new. And that's such a good thought. Life. And then I thought about it. I was like, maybe Because I absolutely believe in the afterlife, even Mm -hmm. though, you know, I have asked for, and I feel like I have, I, there are several times where I felt like I've seen my grandma, I felt my grandma, I've felt her there, but I have asked, like, show me right now. I want to know. And I never get like a response. Yeah. And to me, that's always like so disheartening. 
But at the same time, I don't think that on the other side, you would make yourself that known because everyone has to die and everyone Mm -hmm. has to experience loss. Yeah. So if you get to the, the other side, you know that, you know that that's a huge part of the human experience and you're not going right. to want to fuck that up because if Don't you make yourself so known that like, there's no doubt that you're there, mm-hmm. that's going to like take a lot of human experience away totally from people. I actually so, love that you had that deep of a thought because yeah. I, and I know she wouldn't mind me saying this because she's an open book about it, but my, the other Ashley in my life, the mm-hmm. other love of my life named Ashley, who is a widow, she has been talking about that a ton recently. So it's interesting that you brought that up because she used to really seek out Ryan in their house and like that first yeah. year away, you know, she's all just about like, how do I contact Ryan? How do I communicate with Ryan? And lately she's been like, even though I can feel him in many ways. And like, sometimes I think he's like brushing right past me. I've started to kind of let go of that because how will I ever move forward if I'm just living in this life of like Ryan's here and he's next to me and I'm looking, I'm searching for him. I'm looking for him. How could you ever like go on a date? Exactly. And she's starting to think about that more. So she's like, as she's deciding to move forward and think about dating, she's letting go of that. And so that is like such a good thought that you had because she is somebody who's literally experiencing that and has felt Ryan. She doesn't feel him often enough that she's being held back yet, but she's noticing it and starting to, okay, I'm going to rein it in. I'm going to like not search for him as much. I like, she's starting to take pictures of him down in the house and just kind of saying like, I have to move forward. I'm going to keep the things that are like very special, but otherwise I have to start a new chapter. So good answer from both Ashley. From both of the Ashley's. Yes. From both of the Ashleys in my life. It's a good way to think about it. Um, This one, actually, Jamie sent me this one too. She said, if you don't think an owl caused Kathleen Peterson to fall down the stairs, I mean, who does? <laughs> what do you think happened? I didn't know if you wanted to answer this question at all. Uh, it was sort of a hypothetical, not a right. hypothetical, but it was like, here's an example of something you could ask us. And Jamie yeah. was just kind of like, what do you think? Uh, so I don't What know do if- you think of this? I don't know. I don't think like my opinion on it is that world changing because I think it's kind of what most people think is that there was, I mean, I know they were very intoxicated and I think Michael Mm -hmm. took it too far and pushed her down the stairs and hit her in the, possibly hit her in the head. But I guess they think the trauma on her head was from the fall, not from getting hit before. Now I'm trying to remember. I, to me, it seems like the stairs were the The weapon. weapon. Yes. But okay. To I was me, like, that's how I've thought it, of it seems more like he slammed her head down a couple Instead times. Instead of a push, he was like. He was slamming her head on the stairs. And the thing is, is I don't necessarily think he planned it. No, I, I don't either. That's it, what I was going to say. I think yeah. it was a moment of passion, like a heated moment, mm-hmm. because like we found out the next day, like one of the biggest parts of the stories is that they were like drinking heavily and mm-hmm. she was you know, kind of stumbling around and maybe he was stumbling around and they were just like angry. Maybe they started the fighting. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing I don't is know that he, it was premeditated. No. And he was having sort of extramarital affairs. And yes, according to but, him, she, you know, knew about it and supported him, which absolutely could be true. Totally. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't something that caused tension or friction in the relationship. Especially when alcohol is involved, Especially, you start to be like, yeah. okay, I'm actually mad about this thing. Yeah. That I told she you I was like, cool about. 
Mm-hmm, exactly. They could have still fought about it. And yeah. like, like you said, like the initial hit could have been just something that happened. Like, and then he realized heated. how bad the injury was. And uh, it just spiraled. Had to make from some there. decisions from yeah. there, yeah. And then an owl had to come into the mix. Well, but yeah, what I... I can tell you is that an owl was not involved. <laughs> it was not an owl. <laughs> it wasn't crazy. an owl. But man, what a creative story! A creative, I guess. Um, uh, Brendan wants to know what kind of mics you use. We use Sure MB. Sure, S H U R E, not the normal like Sure. Yeah. They are really quality mics. You'll see them a lot of the time in um, like the really uh, rich people podcasts. I couldn't think of the right word. <laughs> Popular podcast. I don't know. They're really, well really fancy mics. Well paid. <laughs> well paid. Well paid podcast. Yeah, because fancy. three of these I think cost like almost $500. Yeah. They were but like a really worth like, it. oh yeah, we saved money. We saved Patreon money for them. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're sure. And they're a little pricey, but they're really great. Good quality. Um, da, 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 da. Lilo asked, would you ever do a Patreon video chat slash meetup? We have done something like this before, actually. Every year on Halloween, we do a competition. So we've done like costume contests, pumpkin carving contests, cost or no decorations that's was last year was halloween decorations that one was so much fun so So we also need ideas for this year's halloween contest by the way yeah to change some things up but during our pumpkin carving contest one of the prizes was a zoom party with us and we had i think four winners and it was a blast we would love to do that again we love doing that as for like a patreon meetup can you tell us how to do a video? Yeah, what should, how should we do that? Because if I'm we old. could do that, I know, like, we don't know how to use technology. But if we I don't could know. Take, yeah, all of our patrons and put them like together a, and a do a video. Like, get a password for a room yeah, that they can enter. And I don't know. Do like, a chat is that possible? You can, I know. That's what I, uh, you guys need to tell us. But tell we would us. love to. Like, we're, that sounds amazing. We're past our prime, okay? Yeah. And I don't. We need your help. We, we need really your need help. You. But we would love to. We, we would love, love anytime to. we get to see you even somewhat like face to face on the computer yeah. screen. We're obsessed with that. So please. I mean, even if we did, maybe if it wasn't our faces, if it was just like you want to chat with us, we could always yeah. do what the hell was that thing that. Yeah, where it was hellier... just audio. We did the hellier thing on it. What was that called? We're t- see, this is showing that our brains don't work anymore. But if any of you remember when you got onto that audio platform Something and cast. you got to come in a room with us to talk about Hellier. <laughs> we could do that again. We could that do that, fun. yeah. And people took turns, like, coming up and asking questions. We loved that. It was just audio, but still great. It was still a blast. Okay, two more questions. This one's pretty easy. This one comes in from Ashley. And Ashley asked, what's your favorite non-traditional color that you've uh, dyed your hair? Easy. Teal which Aww. it just was. And yeah. I, now I'm on purple. I Anyone like the purple see? a lot. I it do. matches your skin tone really, really well. It does. And I've had purple before in mm-hmm. 2014. I had it right after Alex and I got married, which I always joked with him. Like I got purple almost immediately. And I was like, did you know who you married? Did you know? Immediately put color in my hair. Um, I do love the purple and it always like, it goes well in my hair. It does go with my skin. Like I hear you, I hear you. But man, the teal that I just had for almost a year, was a blast and I do miss it and I might go back to it. Is it permanent or semi-permanent? 
I do semi-permanent just because with the permanent, you usually have to do a bleach before. Yeah. And I just like wasn't ready to bleach my hair, but I have blonde highlights that have now faded a lot, but it's enough blonde that it really picks up semi-permanent color. And so with the teal, it was just washing out like every 20 washes and I would just add some Reapply. more every time. And then like, yeah, same with the purple. I did it a couple weeks ago and it's faded, but honestly, like still looks great. And after my thought was I wanted to be a little more subtle. So I like cut my hair and I did the purple because I'm in a bunch of weddings this summer mm -hmm. and I didn't want to clash with some of the dresses I was wearing and the teal was like a lot. Yeah. But then after wedding season, I think teal might come back. Yeah. I have oh. never uh, permanently dyed my hair ever. Um, but I have Shermer permanent. Shermer permanent. I have semi permanently dyed my hair, and um, I yeah. my favorite was a very dark blue <gasps> that you kind of it just looked like I had really dark brown hair, but in the light, in like lights. where the where it shimmers, you could tell that it was blue, and that was my favorite. I'll probably do that again this fall because you need to. I loved it, especially if I do. Um, I haven't done this yet, but I one time semi-permanently dyed my hair like a, a dark green as well. Oh and I kind of want to combine the two and do like a maybe a dark blue into the green. Ooh. I'm so here for it. I loved it. I feel like the green I remember more. I don't know mm -hmm. if like for whatever reason I was just seeing you more often. I was obsessed with it. But the dark blue was so cool, especially when it was like it, you had to be in certain lights for it to show up. It was so cool. And I yeah. There was a time you posted on Instagram, I think, or Facebook, and you're like, somebody stop me from trying to put green back in my hair. And I commented like, do it! No! <laughs> I loved the green. Yeah, me too. To I'm going to do it again. Fun. Yeah, it's fun to have color. I've really been enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's super ac acceptable these days. A lot of things oh gosh, are. Yeah. Like, I moved back to the Midwest, and I thought for sure, like, I'm going to have to hide my septum piercing when I Ugh. go on job interviews and meh. I got Nobody a job right cares. away and I have my septum piercing out all the time and I, I work like in a like you. financial advisor office. So it's just Who you think would like, care. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually found out from uh, uh, one of my coworkers. I was like, I'm surprised, you know, my boss never said anything or our boss never said anything about my piercings. And he was like, well, do you want to know what he thinks? And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And he was like, well, from what I hear, he basically said like, I don't like it, but what are you going to do? And I was like, Hey, that's oh, an okay attitude well, to yeah. have. You can think that. I'm, I'm not glad you asking still hired you me. to like it. No, you're not. I'm just asking you to shut the fuck up. Just don't say anything about it. And I'm There's glad so that you hired people. me. Also, thanks for letting me be here. No, because so many people think that they should tell you something about it. Be like, why no. do you have all that stuff in your face? And I'm like, don't. To be honest, it's, I think, subconsciously makes me less approachable. And I think that's why I have so much stuff in my You're face. And if it. that doesn't work, I'll get a face tattoo. And if that doesn't work, I'll slice my nose off. Like, just stay <laughs> just away from fucking me. Don't please. talk to me unless don't I talk, talk to you. Do I look like I want to chat? Do oh, I that's look so like funny. Um, okay. Which leads us to a personality question, our final question of the episode. We had like three people ask us this, and they all asked, What is our spirit animal? And oh, I wait. do love this question, although I do want to say maybe don't use the term spirit animal. I know a lot of indigenous people who are like, it's fine. Everyone has a spirit animal. And then I also know indigenous people who are like, don't fucking say that. Don't it's not that. yours. So I'm just not going to use it. 
So if we were an animal, what animal would we be? I mean, again, me with my multiple answers. I have different answers depending on what exactly the question is asking. So it's like, what animal do I want to be? It would be like a snow leopard or a white tiger. Negative. What animal are you? Yeah. But what animal do I relate to? A freaking golden retriever because (laughs) they're people pleasers. I was going to say my dream would be to be a house cat because I love like that they get to sleep all day, but then also be sassy. And it's like, we will hang out on my watch. And it's like, I'll love you when I want to love you. That's who I wish I was, but I'm a dog. I am loyal to the people in my life to where it's like, I just want to make you happy and I'll do anything I can. And I do love to like let out energy energy and party. Yeah, very, very dog-like. I'm very social, but then what I like is, this is how I was able to like come to terms with it, is dogs, just like cats, even though they you know love you a little more to your face and are very energetic, they can sleep hard and for long hours of time. Yeah. So like, I still get back to that lazy. It was the laziness we were talking about with the witch earlier. I want to be lazy and sleep like a dog and a cat. So yeah, that's why lazy, I accept I guess. it. I always go for the answer cat when when this question I feel like comes you up. You are a cat. Well, I am because then I took uh, several personality tests to find out what they had to say, and my results oh my God, were: I love you, lion, cat, wild cat, house cat. And cat. So I'm a cat. <laughs> Ashley's a cat, y'all. You are a cat. My friend Elsie is a cat. Like, Absolutely. You guys. And what's funny is people have told Elsie before that she is a house cat. They're like, if I could give you an animal and you two both are the people that I put cat around. And that same friend told me I was a crow. <laughs> crow. I was like, do you have any explanation for that? And do you like, bring no. people shiny gifts when they feed you? I was like, why a crow? And he never explained it. He just like walked away. And it was like, okay, we got an explanation for house cat, but I don't relate to the crow at all. So I totally relate to a cat. I do not openly give affection all the time. I give affection when I feel like giving affection. I don't have a ton of best friends, but I do have a close you know, group of friends, like a handful of people that I consider close friends. Um, I like to stay pretty well groomed. I love salmon. Yes, you do. (laughs) I, uh, let's see. The fish. I love salmon. I'm also very lazy and love sleeping. This is something. Do you like a belly rub? I do like belly rubs. I, I love sleeping so much that I look forward to it at night. Like I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, is it bedtime yet? Is Same. It yet? That's why so I was like the cat. To yeah. Go to sleep. And Joe is the kind of person who's like, he hates going to bed. He always feels like there's some fun to be had. There's like mm-hmm. more TV to be watched. And I am just like, it's nine o'clock. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, oh. And uh, I also sharpen my claws on the furniture and you find my hair everywhere you go. So I'm a cat. There you go. Or a cat. And dogs shed a lot too. And my hair is everywhere I go too. The downside of having colored hair, I can't be like, that's someone else's. That's, it's either, that must be someone else's hair. It's either purple or it's purple. It's, this is a purple hair. Yeah, I'm with you. The sleeping part is what I connect to cats on, but everything else is very much dog. But again, yeah. dogs, they can nap hard as well. So I think, dogs are can, great. I think we can do it. I'm not a crow. <laughs> I'm not a crow. <laughs> I want it to be known. <laughs> Um, that was so much fun. Thank you guys.
for sending in all your questions and listening to our show and supporting us on Patreon and following us on social media. You really are. You're the bee's knees. The bee's love knees. You. Best of the best. Thank you. We do want to do um, more episodes on YouTube. If you like them, if you're like, I didn't really watch, then we won't fucking do them. Like, we're not no. going to do something you don't like, but um, it is nice to feedback. see you, Lauren. And nice I know it's you. probably nice to see our faces every once in a while, especially since we can't do like, that's what we should do. We should do, we should bring back this, week this and weekend weird. weird. There's a lot of weird news and who's, who's covering it? <laughs> no one's covering the news. It I usually bring one it. or two stories to the Four. newsletter, but it is not the same. We used to do not like eight stories. Yeah. I know. So, okay. We go. We'll bring it right, happening. There it is. All right. Um, follow us on social media at Keep It Weird Cast across all platforms. Please join our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Keep It Weird Podcast and uh, buy some merch. We have some. Oh, I was going to grab a t shirt and go like this, but I don't have one. Uh, buy some merch. Like one's far away. <laughs> www.keepitweirdpodcast.com slash merch. We have all kinds of stuff. And. Um, I, I don't have a sign-off. I, I there don't it either. Is. Wait. Sign-off. What? The tote, which tote. mine is so dirty because this is how loved it is. I use it yeah. everywhere. And look how full of stuff it is. Look, at, look how sturdy that tote is. That's a good tote. It is holding like all of mine and Wilder's See? crap that we bring to preschool. And it's and got it our holds. faces on it. It looks just like us. Buy a tote. Kids. Yeah. Oh! I think too. Uh, we don't really have a sign off. I think we should just say that we love you and to keep it weird. Keep it weird. I found a dollar. You're rich. <laughs> so happy for you. <laughs> You ever fan yourself with money? No, because I never have cash. <laughs> it's a I dollar. <laughs>